Hello, that's my uh, that's my Neil Diamond impression. Hey, everybody! Welcome to WrestleFania. We're back. We're back, and by we, I mean me. I have no idea if our quote unquote co-host is going to quote unquote talk into his telephone to quote unquote podcast about Elimination Chamber. I have prompted him. I have asked him. I have pleaded with him. I've sent uh, people to his house. I sent producers to his house, and he refuses to answer the door. I got a text or a tweet actually that says, "I will record maybe Saturday or Sunday, like right before." Ladies and gentlemen, um, he is human excrement, my my co-host. Okay, and you know he just had a birthday, so happy birthday, uh, Brandon. Uh, and I'm, you're not listening, so who cares? Who cares what you think? Who cares uh, what you say? And nobody is listening for you. In fact, there's a good chance that after I talk, you can just stop listening, whether he's here or not. Basically, if you see five extra minutes after I'm done, that means Brandon has put the the time in to actually talk five minutes while probably on the subway about uh, Elimination Chamber. Well, I'm here now. I'm here because I care. I'm here because uh, you matter, Gary and everyone else. And I'm here because I have no other plans this Friday night. This is me Friday talking to this. I, I don't know when you're gonna actually going to get this because I have to wait on that jerk. Oh, maybe he'll get it to me. Maybe he won't. By the time he actually tells me, who knows? It could be like 5 p.m. on Sunday, and that's only two hours before the show starts. Yes, we have another 7 p.m. show. These, these are a bit... They're a bit... 7 p.m. is not... is a little problematic because it's like... I grew up um, where 8 p.m. to me felt like nighttime. And I think that's because my family watched so much television when I grew up. You know, 8 p.m., we'd all be on the couch watching TV as a family. And I felt like 8 p.m. means nighttime. 7 p.m., not quite nighttime. It's Jeopardy. 7.30, uh, seven's Wheel of Fortune, I should say. 7.30 is Jeopardy. 8 p.m. is nighttime. Uh, that's just the way it has always been with me. And uh, that's the way I feel like, um, you know, the... The big um, football games, they, you know, Monday night, Sunday night, they start after eight. Now, most baseball games and regular sporting events, um, like the football, basketball, I mean, uh, basketball, hockey, and baseball start at seven. So maybe they're trying to match that, like their sporting event, but come on. 7 p.m. on a Sunday, and you know it's just so you can go longer, but there's only seven matches on the card. And there's only six on the main card. And two of them will be long matches. So two of the, the Elimination Chambers matches will be long. 
Uh, and then we have one pre-show match. There is no Raw Tag Team Championship match. Um, and it's like the Re- Revival just won. Um, great to see them getting a little play. Uh, and, you know, the first pay-per-view, it doesn't even look like they're on it at the moment. Now, that could change. And I wouldn't be surprised if it did change in the pre-show if they got, you know, a, a, a five-minute little match in the pre-show. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but at this point, even a match in the pre-show isn't that great. Um, but what will it be in the pre-show? My friends, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa for the Cruiserweight Championship. I do admit I have been keeping up to date with 205 Live. Keeping up to date in 205 Live to me means watching it, fast-forwarding through it, getting a basic idea. Now, that is a show where it really is just about the wrestling, to me. The storyline, you can you can follow in five, five minutes. And the wrestling is, like, really good. There's good matches. Basically, it's two matches per show. That's the way I, I think. Maybe it's been a third, but I feel like it's been two matches per show, what I've seen. Two long matches. And that's good for, you know, the hardcore wrestling aficionados. Aficionados. Um, and, you know, they've, they've kind of built something where, uh, and I think it was where Triple H took over. It's kind of got a better, better structure of, you know, um, rankings and, and uh, matches to set up uh, pay-per-view matches. And, you know, they had a Fatal 4-Way where Akira Tozawa won. To, um, right? Isn't that what happened? Or, no, he lost the Fatal 4-Way. Ugh, he lost the Fatal 4-Way last time. Uh, you know what? I, I, I swear I, I'm watching. I swear I'm paying attention. Uh, I, maybe I missed one here or there. But anyway, it's Akira Desire versus Buddy Murphy. I think this will be a really good technical match. I hope people are there to watch it and appreciate it. I hope people are in their seats by then. I... I'm not sure about this one. I feel like Buddy Murphy should continue as the um, Cruiserweight champion, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tozawa won. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to do it. Akira Tozawa is going to win and be the new Cruiserweight champion. All right, folks, that's it for me. Have a great night, and uh, maybe Brandon comes up next. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just a pre-show match. We have a lot more to talk about. Well, there's only six more matches to talk about. So I'm going to talk about them in level of I don't care to the ones that I care about. Okay? So let's start with one I really don't care about. Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin in a no-DQ match. Okay. The fact that I see it's a no-DQ match has given me slight interest. Um, But that probably means that Corbin's going to have someone coming down and interfering, and Braun Strowman's going to probably have to beat everybody up. So maybe I am interested in this match, or at least here's the thing. I'm not interested in the story. I'm not interested in the feud, but I might be interested in the match. It probably is going to be an entertaining match. That being said, I think Braun Strowman is going to win. He's going to, uh, you know, somehow prevail. And he's going to take Corbin out, probably putting him through a table or something. Uh, so I'll just say Braun Strowman wins. Let's move on to another match. 
that mm, I want to say I don't care about, but again, I don't care. I don't care for, I don't care about Bobby Lashley. I do like Leo Rush. I like what he's been bringing to Bobby Lashley. I like what he's been doing on his own, but I almost want him to break away from Bobby Lashley because I think he's good on the mic. He's fun in the ring and maybe something will happen here to break them up. That would be nice because it's time for Bobby Lashley to lose. Time for Bobby Lashley to lose and for Finn Balor to be the new Intercontinental Champion. Yes. Yes. Now, I've already talked about two championship matches and I've had two changes, right? Did I say Tazawa's going to win? And Finn Balor, it's time for you to step up and be a champion for more than a day. You're going to be the Intercontinental Champion, and you're going to make that belt fun. You can have some fun feuds. I think you should win, and I think you will win, my friend. And I say my friend because I follow him on Twitter, and he has Twitter. He doesn't follow me, but, you know, if he did, we'd be really, really good friends. Uh, if he just knew that, if he could just if he could just, just realize it, you know? Okay. Hmm, what else? Well... This match, I don't want to say I don't care about it, um, but it is like filler, you know? The Ronda Rousey, um, Charlotte, Becky feud should be great fun heading into WrestleMania. This match is just here to happen, I feel like. Ruby Riot is a good wrestler. Uh, but Ronda Rousey is the star. Ronda Rousey is the champion. And there's no chance that Ruby Riot wins, obviously. But I think it'll be, it should, hopefully it's a good showing for her because she is a good wrestler. She's had some good matches in NXT that I've appreciated. And um, I'm not saying I, I'm just putting these in order of matches. And it's got to be in somewhere. You know, there's only six matches to talk about. So this is right there in the middle. Uh, Ronda Rousey will um, retain over Ruby Riot. Now, you know, the Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad have actually kind of worked, I feel like. They've, the Riot Squad has been somewhat fun. They've been troublemakers. Uh, and it was like Absolution tried to do the same thing over on the SmackDown side, and things didn't work out because of Paige's injuries. Um, now, they've kind of brought themselves back, though. Still a tag team. They don't call themselves Absolution. It's just... Just uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy, Mandy Rose. But um, the Riot Squad, to me, has been more more fun, more uh, entertaining, and better. And that includes Ruby Riot, and I think she will um, lose, but she should look good. Ronda Rousey, you know, she's had her struggles on the mic recently, uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, hopefully she'll improve. Because you don't want to see her... Like, it's weird. I don't want to see her fail. And I don't take any enjoyment of seeing her fail. But when, when I see what she was doing in, on the microphone that night, that, the couple of Raws ago, I can't help but, you know, say, well, I mean, she was blowing it. And it was the the the, the uh, situation. The It was too big for her. It, you know, reminded me of Greta Van Fleet on Saturday Night Live. I thought the stage was too big for Greta Van Fleet. I thought it swallowed him up. I thought they sucked. Um, I think Ronda Rousey doesn't suck, but I think it swallowed. It didn't swallow her up, but it it really um, 
it smothered her a bit. And it was just, you know, she lost a little bit of the crowd and it smothered her. And, you know, she's supposed to be getting, they're getting cheered. The problem is, is that she's, whenever she's up against Becky, no one is going to get cheered over her. Which is why they're bringing Charlotte in. Now, people are like, I can't believe that Becky is being suspended. They're burying her. No, they're not. They're making her come back stronger. The whole thing is going to be WrestleMania, Becky holding up the title. That has to be how probably WrestleMania ends. I wouldn't be surprised. But you also don't want uh, Ronda to be completely booed out of the building. Hence, you bring in Charlotte, who has no problem being booed and probably relishes in it. You know, she is a flair. Being booed is the highest compliment. Um, I'm getting, I'm going off a bit, but you know, I can't just talk about these six matches, six, seven matches. I have to kind of expand a little bit. Uh, that being said, this match is just a little bit of a throwaway and Ronda Rousey will prevail probably rather quickly. We shall see. We shall see. Now there is a tag team championship match this evening, um, but it's on the SmackDown side. It is the greatest tag team ever, I guess. Miz and Shane, I have to tell you, has really been fun because the Miz is very good. He's funny. When he said to Shane, I don't know, it was like a way before they won, a couple months ago or whatever, he says to Shane, I know you're scared. I'm scared too, which is right out of like a romantic comedy. That was, that was so great. The whole thing this last week where the Usos showed that they're a real tag team because they know each other so well. And then the Miz was saying, we know each other so well, too. But he was whispering the answers to Shane. It was great. This has been fun. Uh, it's given Shane something to do and, and go, you know, Shane's goes balls to the wall in these pay-per-view matches. So we'll see. I'm assuming something will happen here where Shane and the Miz have an issue that leads to WrestleMania. I feel like it has to break up quickly for them because you think it's going to be Miz against Shane at WrestleMania. That's what I think. Um, so... Oh, my God. Am I going to pick another championship to change? No. 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 No, 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 no. This is a toughie. They have all these changes. You know, I picked but I picked Tazawa to change. I picked the Intercontinental to change. Can the tag team change? I am going to say no, not yet. Let them have one win. Maybe at Fastlane they'll lose. And very quickly, they'll turn that into a match. Uh, so I'm going to say The Miz and Shane somehow retain. Though, you're probably going to see some sort of team mix-up or miscommunication. They're going to question each other a little bit. And then they'll patch it up by the time Fastlane comes around. But then something really bad will happen at Fastlane. And they'll turn on each other. That's That seems to be um, a, a good kind of MO for some of these stories. And I'm going to stick with that. The Usos. You know, their quality, I can't believe they're the same guys who danced around um, and wore the face paint. I mean, they're so much more, like, uh, like real now. They're not like cartoon characters. Um, but, you know, and they're always, they're always good in the ring, but they are going to lose. They're going to lose this match. They're going to lose. Now we have two Elimination Chamber matches. And I tell you, this one is for the WWE champion and chip, and I don't think it's going to close out the night. No, 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 my friends. We have the new Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton versus Samoa Joe versus Kofi Kingston. It was going to be Mustafa Ali, but he got injured, so they had to pull him out, and they put Kofi in. And my friends, what I tell you, Kofi Kingston the other night 
SmackDown Live was the Kofi Kingston show. He was in a gauntlet match where if, if you're familiar with what a gauntlet match is, um, you basically, it was for the, to be the last person to come into the chamber. Um, you, you fought in a match. If you win, you, the next guy comes out. If you, if he wins, the next person comes out and so on until what, I guess six people come out. He, he lasted like four guys, five guys. And he lasted through, he lasted over an hour and it was awesome. It was it was all just fun, actual in-ring wrestling. Kofi was great, and he he pinned Daniel Bryan, he um, he pinned Samoa Joe, he pinned Jeff Hardy, and he lost to AJ Styles. Then very quickly, Randy Orton um, did the RKO to Styles, and he won. And that's how the night ended. SmackDown, you know, two hours long, um, much more, just much more uh, uh, digestible as a show. When I'm watching Raw and in the middle of, you know, hour two, there's, you know, um, Elias singing with uh, Lucha House Party. That's when I say three hours is too long. And, you know, with uh, SmackDown, it's just two hours. And I don't think I've stayed awake for a Raw fully in a while. You know, it's like I'll wake up and I'll, I'll catch the end or I'll watch the end next day on the DVR. But... Sitting up and staying up for all three hours has been a, has been a uh, struggle for me. Uh, you know, maybe I've been up watching football the last couple of weeks, but that's over, so I should be able to focus. How about those Patriots? I should be able to focus now on, on things that matter, like professional wrestling. Now, Kofi Kingston was the last-minute addition to this match. Um, how awesome would it be if he won and just lost it very quickly? Because I feel like Daniel Bryan needs it for WrestleMania. But Daniel Bryan has to win this match. Daniel Bryan has to keep the championship. So this is going to be an exciting, fun match. Jeff Hardy's probably going to do something stupid uh, and dangerous. Kofi might do something dangerous. Uh, and Randy Orton will just kind of mosey around. Samoa Joe is awesome at everything he does. The new Daniel Bryan is my number one favorite thing going on in professional wrestling right now. Everything he says, everything he does, the the because part of it's it's really built on his beliefs, but he's turning it up to a point where he's over the top and he's an asshole about it. And I mean that belt is awesome. It's just the idea that he even did this belt is hilarious and ridiculous and perfect. And I enjoy it completely, completely. Now, of course, there is no, um, I mean, there's no raw. People in this, in, in, there's nothing. I mean, think about it. So we got, okay, we got the IC championship. That's raw. And the women's championship. That's raw. Uh, there isn't the SmackDown women's champion. There's no match. Um, the, wait a minute. What the hell am I even looking at over here? I couldn't even tell you who the SmackDown women's champion is right now. Is it Asuka? I mean, who the hell is the SmackDown Live Women's Champion? I'm actually looking it up as we, as we, uh, right now. The fact that WWE Champion. List of current WWE Champions. Current Champions in WWE. Blah, blah, blah. 
Oscar. Okay, like she's a SmackDown Women's Champion. I, I don't even know. I, I didn't even see her on SmackDown. That was that's like threw me off. So there's no SmackDown Women's Championship match. There's no um, Raw tag team match. There's no uh, U.S. title. There's no U.S. title match. There's no Universal title match. Obviously, I mean this is weird. But we're getting a Strowman Corbin match. That's raw. I mean, ugh. um, but and again, the women's tag team champion is cross promotion. Hopefully, they'll all be cross promotion someday, so that the champions can be seen on Fox, on Fox Network. Um, you'd think they would do that at some point. So, these have I covered every match except for the women's tag team? Yeah, Daniel Bryan's gonna gonna retain. Uh, the Miz and Shane are going to retain. Zawa is going to take the belt. Ronda Rousey will retain. Leo Rush, I mean, uh, Finn Balor is going to take the belt from Lashley with Rush. And Braun Strowman is going to destroy Baron Corbin, which that leads to the final match of the night, which I think will be the main event because it is the most hyped um, story. And it's the biggest kind of announcement that, hey, we have WWE women's tag team championships now. It's not the first time WWF has had women tag team, but it's the first WWE women tag women's tag team championship. And we have what do we have? Six teams. We have Nia Jax and Tamina, which the other day Nia Jax talking and Tamina trying to talk was very funny. Um, we have the Riot Squad, which we already talked about earlier, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. We have Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, which I talked about earlier. We have the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. We have Naomi and Carmella for some reason. They're a tag team. And we have best friends who are then frenemies who are now best friends again, Bailey and Sasha Banks. The consensus is that Bailey and Sasha Banks should be the tag team champions. But I'm telling you right now, they are not going to win the tag team championship match here. They are going to lose the tag team championship match here so that they can probably win it at WrestleMania. That is my guess. So now it comes down to who is going to win this match this evening or Sunday night. Naomi and Carmella, I would say no. They needed a SmackDown team. They put together a SmackDown team. I like both these women. They've both been former SmackDown women's champions. They're not going to win. So that leaves the Iconics, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, the Riot Squad, and Nia Jax and Tamina. Now, if we're staying, it helps if the winners of the Tag Team Champions are on the Monday Night Show. Now, I guess they'll be on both shows, but if they are already on the Monday Night Show, the Monday, you know, I'm just saying some people who watch Raw maybe don't watch SmackDown. So the Monday Night people will already know um, who these women are. And the people going up against them, Bailey and Sasha, who are also on Monday Night, can kind of start the feud for WrestleMania. So I feel like that eliminates the Iconics and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I'm doing this, you know, mathematically. So to me, that leaves Nia Jackson, Tamina, and the Riot Squad as the possible winners of the first tag team champions. And my friends, you heard it here first. The Riot Squad 
Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan are going to be the first WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. So that from now until WrestleMania, you can have the build of Sasha and Bayley trying to come back for them, trying to get those belts, and eventually getting them at WrestleMania. Now, maybe there'll be a match at um, at uh, Fastlane, but I think I, I, I kind of like this idea. I'm going to go with it. The I, the um, Riot Squad is going to be your women's tag team champions, and that will lead to eventually Sasha and Bailey winning it at WrestleMania. I think I did pretty good. Now, who am I? I'm Mike. You can find me on Twitter at WrestleWatcher. Why? Because I like to watch wrestling. And I will be watching this Sunday night. You can follow along. I'll be live tweeting the whole night as long as I can stay awake. As long as the salsa and the fresca is flowing, I will be awake and watching WWE Elimination Chamber. Now, I don't know if Brandon's going to come up next. If he does, great. If he doesn't, you could probably, I guess, follow him at WrestleBrand. The website's fans.experts.com. And, of course, we have a Twitter specific for the show, which is at WrestleFaniaPod, um, which is nice to follow, but I retweet everything they basically do because it's actually me. So, you know, if you don't follow it, fine. I mean, but, you know, throw us a follow if you'd like. What I really like you to do is go on iTunes and throw us a review. If you think we're worth anything, and I'm trying, I'm trying. You know, we only do this show once a month. I'm trying to do it. And, you know, I got Brandon kind of holding us down, you know, and the only reason he's still on the show is because Gary, who is our number one fan, um, wrote me a very strongly worded letter about not firing him. So I, I the, the thing is, I didn't even think about firing him until I got the letter. And I thought, oh my God, I could fire him. But I read the letter a couple times and it kind of, it, it, it made up my mind that, you know, if I were to ever, you know, perish, I need someone to carry on the show. And I leave all my, uh, all my worldly possessions of my website to Brandon. And hopefully he doesn't, you know, F it up. Um, but anyway, I want to hear something cool. Okay. Screw Russell Brand. Let's talk about Russell Brand's brother, Joe. You can find Joe at NH Punk. He makes like yearly uh, appearances during WrestleMania uh, on the show. Uh, but more importantly, see, Brandon's off in Connecticut. Screw him. Joe is local. Joe is who I go, uh, who I went to go see NXT with. Joe is who I go to see local wrestling with. And today, we just got tickets to Cold Fury, which is chaotic wrestling. If you don't know what chaotic wrestling is, it's a, it's a local wrestling company that a lot of guys who you would you would recognize have come from, uh, including Sasha, including Kofi Kingston, including I mean, there's a lot of chaotic people. Um, if you see uh, Donovan Dijakovic right now in uh, in NXT, yes, he's he's from Chaotic as well. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's 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 other ones. Oh, of course, the NXT Tag Team Champion Warbeard Hanson. First time I saw him was at Chaotic Wrestling as well. And not only that, but the NXT champion. Yes, 
Tommaso Ciampa is from Chaotic Wrestling. The first time I ever saw him wrestle was years and years and years ago at this, it's called like the Gaythorn VFW. It's, it's some kind of VFW type hall in my hometown. And in a couple weeks, and by that I mean about a month, in about a month, I will be seeing him come back, making his triumphant return to Chaotic Wrestling. He will be bringing the NXT Championship belt with him. He will be bringing Goldie with him. And he's coming back a superstar. Do it. Is he going to wrestle? I don't know. Is he just there to talk and to take pictures? I don't know. I don't care. This is, um, it is, it, it is uh, going to be a fun show. Tickets were only 20 bucks. I got my ticket. Joe got his ticket. We're excited to go. And uh, it's about a 10-minute drive from where I am, so that's even more thrilling. I can't wait to see uh, the show. I can't wait to see... Well, I love the, the wrestling company as it is. Chaotic Wrestling is a lot of fun. But to see Ciampa come back will be great as well. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But in the meantime, I'll continue to watch WWE, including Sunday night, when I'll be watching Elimination Chamber. And I hope you're watching it with me. And I hope you're tweeting along with me. Thank you guys for listening, and, um, you know, I guess stay tuned for Brandon. I don't know. Hey everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of the only podcast in the entire world about the very real sport of professional wrestling. This is WrestleFania and I am the host with the most, the greatest heel on Twitter and in podcast history. My name is Brandon, but all of you schmucks can call me at WrestleBrand, as in my Twitter handle, at WrestleBrand. The only Twitter handle that matters. Now... I am recording this on Saturday. Tomorrow night is the Elimination Chamber. The road to WrestleMania has officially begun. And we have two more pay-per-views in the way. How the hell is that possible? Two more pay-per-views still to go. The Elimination Chamber tomorrow night, of course, being one of those two. Let's take a run down the card so I can make my epic, always correct, predictions. The kickoff match, WWE Cruiserweight Champion Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. My pick is Buddy Murphy. I see him holding this title until WrestleMania or maybe even past WrestleMania. I'm not sure who on 205 Live right now is going to beat him for it. But my money for tomorrow night is on Buddy Murphy to retain. We have a no disqualification match, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. I cannot give two shits about this match. Baron Corbin wins. We have an intercontinental title match that is a bit unique. At least I think the title is on the line. We have a handicap match featuring the intercontinental champion Bobby Lashley teaming with Leo Rush going head-to-head with... Finn Balor. And yes, I am confirming the Intercontinental title is on the line. I mean, this match is going to be pure shenanigans. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush will somehow retain because they will be able to obviously 
double team and team up against Finn Balor. But this rivalry is far from over. This rivalry will continue. And I see this rivalry ending with Finn Balor once again being a champion in the WWE. Next up, we have SmackDown Tag Team Champions The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos. Jimmy Uso has checked out of The Uso Penitentiary. This match is scheduled to still happen. My prediction is The Miz and Shane McMahon will win and retain. Now, the question is, they've been cruising all along so far. No issues, no problems. I am assuming this whole storyline is to set up a Miz versus Shane match at WrestleMania. So I'm wondering, will the seeds be planted for that match tomorrow night at Elimination Chamber? Will we see a disagreement? Will we see miscommunication? Who knows? And really, who cares? We have Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. I think that Ruby Riot is going to beat Ronda Rousey, and we are going to get Ruby Riot versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship in the main event at WrestleMania. That, of course, is sarcasm. Uh, Ronda Rousey will win probably fairly quickly. Ruby Riot does not stand a chance in hell. Charlotte Flair, I'm sure, will be there watching. I'm sure she will get involved somehow, at least after the match. And the question is, will the suspended Becky Lynch be making an appearance? Dun, dun, dun. We have the Elimination Chamber match. The crown, the first ever women's tag team champions. First of all, I think the addition of a women's tag team title is excellent. Um, I'm very much a believer that if you are going to have a brand split... Stick with the brand split. Keep the men and women on their own shows. Only have them cross over on special occasions, like when they do the Survivor Series pay-per-view and they do Raw versus SmackDown. But I do like the idea of there only being one women's tag team title that alternates between the two shows, depending on who is champion. Or just having the champions appear on both shows. I mean, the women's division right now is the best it's ever been. The depth is superb. Taking a look at the teams in this match alone, we have um, Nia Jackson Tamina. We have Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan from the Riot Squad. We have the Iconics. Um, We have uh, Carmella and Naomi. We have Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And, of course, we have the Boston Hug Connection, Bailey and Sasha Banks. I see Bailey and Banks winning this match. I just do not see the point of this whole story of them being friends and then them becoming rivals for a night and then the whole stupid therapy storyline with Dr. Shelby and then them starting a tag team. Like this whole thing has been building in my eyes for them to introduce the women's tag team title and for them to be the first champions i just do not see it any other way i think if they do not win the belts tomorrow night this whole storyline was a real waste of everybody's time including theirs and of course we have the main event the wwe champion the new daniel bryan 
will be defending his belt in the Elimination Chamber against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe. I am expecting this match to be superb. I mean, Brian, Styles, Hardy, Kofi, Orton, Joe, all those guys can go. All those guys can hit hard, tell a story, do crazy spots. This match should be phenomenal. And Kofi Kingston, of course, coming in to sub for Mustafa Ali. Really bummed for Mustafa Ali. This was going to be a great moment for him. I'm hoping when he heals up and comes back that he's put back into the title picture or at least in a main storyline because I like how they've been using him so far in SmackDown. I do not want this to set him back. I'm a real big fan of Mustafa Ali. I think he's great in the ring. He's great on the mic. He's got a good look for the WWE. And I think he could be something really special if booked correctly. Uh, with that said, Kofi Kingston, sort of an unlikely replacement, but they definitely pushed him hard this past Tuesday on SmackDown with the gauntlet match, going the distance, getting pinfall victories over several of these men, including Daniel Bryan himself, the WWE champion. Be interesting to see if this means anything for the New Day going forward. Uh, personally, um, I'm kind of over the New Day. Do not mind them. I guess I'm sort of indifferent at this point, but I could see that the new, the new day at some point, they got to break up, right? And maybe they do something cool with Kofi Kingston after 12 years or however long it's been. Who knows? But either way, Daniel Bryan's coming out still the WWE champion. He is not going to drop this belt. I think the big the bigger question is, who will he be defending that title against? At WrestleMania. Because Rollins won the Royal Rumble. We know we're going to get Rollins Lesnar. So who is going to win. The opportunity to face Daniel Bryan. For the WWE Championship. At the Super Bowl. Of sports entertainment. The grandest stage of them all. WrestleMania. So those are my predictions. Just to recap. Murphy retains over Tozawa. Strowman beats Baron Corbin. Lashley and Rush beat Balor to retain the Intercontinental title. Miz and Shane retain the tag team titles over the Usos. Ronda Rousey easily retains the Raw Women's Championship over Ruby Riot. We have Bayley and Sasha Banks becoming the first ever women's tag team champions in that Elimination Chamber match. And then we have Daniel Bryan retain the WWE title in the singles Elimination Chamber match. And if you disagree with me, too bad, go to hell, suck a D. I am Brandon. Follow me on Twitter, at Russell Brand. Follow the podcast on Twitter, at Pod. If you hate your life, follow my co-host, Mike, at WrestleWatcher. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Fans not experts.